I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to this edition of Kingdom Living. It's the podcast together with Glenn Reppel. How are you today, Glenn? Yeah, I, I am fantastic. If someone asked me that the other day, I says, I'm in heaven right now, is what I answered. And that's what we're going to be teaching on today. Heaven's oh, now. I, I am so excited to get to today's message because one of the things we were just talking about, you know, the last Kingdom Living podcast, you, you taught on the greatest fraud that has ever happened. And it reminds me, because we were talking about this, about how important and foundational this book is fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. And Glenn, God gave you this uh, message years ago. It came out of things that you were doing anyway with the REPL Minute, which was that daily Monday, is that daily Monday through Friday, uh, moment of biblical in inspiration and encouragement designed to help us uh, just remember who we are in kingdom living terms on a Monday through Friday basis. And there's thousands of subscribers around the world who get that daily in their email box, absolutely free of charge. And you viewer or listener, if, if you're new to this, um, it's available to you. Just go to the repleminute.com and sign up and you'll, you'll, you'll be getting that in your email box. We don't ask anything from you other than literally your email address and you're not going to get bombarded with anything else. You're just going to get the word of God in your email box once a day, Monday through Friday with that. But back to this book, Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. Glenn, you wrote this as 40 bite-sized chapters to get people to understand the biggest fraud ever committed on mankind. And I remember when you were first talking about this, you know, I was going back to, well, it must be some kind of a financial fraud. Maybe it was some kind of a, an investment fraud or things like that. And, it, and then as, as you reveal uh, the truth in the book, we, we, uh, we come to understand, yeah, it was actually trying to steal who we are in, 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 God, in God's world. And then we end up uh, taking a lot of the, the, the enemy, hearing a lot of the enemy's tactics through this, including that, well, okay, fine, you're a Christ follower, so you're going to live eternally, and you're going to have this great life when we get to heaven. And, and what you teach and what you're really going to get into today is, while that's true, that's not what we're waiting for. Heaven is open now. <laughs> that's that's so good care yeah because we really we we've bought into so many lies and i want to encourage uh uh those that are listening and watching uh do what i've done and from a standpoint the only reason i started writing in the morning uh the rebel minute was i was into the word i go wow i, I want to write this down and, and it started just as a devotional i sent it out to our staff and our our company and and then i started sending out and and, and then all of a sudden, I, I realized that people are reading this. And, and so I want to encourage others to do the same thing, because as the revelation of the word of God comes to you, take it out there. Because that's really the way the Bible is written, too, is the revelation of God, all the way from Genesis to Revelation. And we're going to be looking at scriptures today that are showing the revelation of God, the truth of God. And we're not talking about religion because we're not coming under a building here with a steeple. We're talking today about the word of God. And, and this is an, an opinion show because we're going to be reading right out of the word of God. And as we've talked in the past, 
about the baby jumps. And the, the reason we're enthusiastic because that baby inside of us is jumping much like it was with Mary. When, when Mary, uh, when, when God planted the seed of Jesus into her womb, she went over to meet with Elizabeth. And Elizabeth had John the Baptist in, in her womb. And all of a sudden, as, as Mary came in, the baby jumped inside of Elizabeth and, and danced. And, and that's what happens when the word of God comes inside of you, you want to dance. It's joyful. There's life in the word of God. So this is the excitement that we're bringing uh, because we're bringing truth. And that's what happened with the book fraud. And I, I just want to recommend that you go in, buy the book, look at it, start a small group. Uh, and, and the thing that we've always been teaching is, is, is it's 40 bite size per day. Uh, mark up the book, get the book, and then pass it on to other people. Uh, because that's the way we want to spread the word of God. Because uh, this is not a book of religion. We're dealing with the, the truth of the insight of the word of God that's been revealed through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Glenn, and that's and the point that you reiterated is, you know, as we've said this many times before, this is not an opinion show. We are literally just going straight scripturally and looking at what God's word has to say in the Bible. And that's why this book is really a great way for you to, to piece that together to increase your understanding of what God has in front of you when we say kingdom living. Amen. So uh, the question we're going to ask today is, uh, when do you have access to heaven and to God? Now, and again, because, by the way, these are questions, because, and again, the, the 40 days of fraud, I mean, these are things, these are lies I really enjoy uncovering inside of me the lies, the generational lies uh, that, that have been brought all the way from Adam to the present. And, and again, so many traditions and doctrines uh, that we've bought into, uh, and that's what the book is about. But, but here's one, when do you have access to heaven? Because we said, oh, when I get to heaven, when I get to heaven. Well, wait a minute, why did Jesus come? Why did he come to earth? And, 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 and die and was resurrected to bring us into heaven now. So, so and then, then, then also the, the, uh, the question here is, is uh, do you have to die to have access to God in heaven? See, that, that's a belief also. When I die, now I have access to heaven. Well, let's put the fraud fire extinguisher, which is so important to us in each of our teachings, is we're going to put the fraud fire extinguisher on heaven is in the future. We're going to put the, the extinguish that because we have access to heaven now. You know, because we've bought in and you hear people speaking about when I get to heaven. No, we're in heaven now. When we've been born from above and born again, we have heaven, the triune God living in us now. And that was the whole purpose. And we're going to see the scriptures that back this up. And so the words that we're speaking, we're buying into the lie that it's tomorrow. And we're not experiencing the victory that Christ gave 
in the resurrection Christ living inside of us. And we're going to go through a, a scripture that gets my baby jumping, the Holy Spirit jumping in me, because it's just brought some revelation to me over the last couple of months. And uh, excited. So, and this this one, the scriptures here uh, that in John, where Jesus is speaking, and we've we've gone through this before, but I, I you know sometimes it's so important that we read the scriptures over and over and over and over and the word and read different translations so you can begin saying, what does this really mean? And ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the word to you. So he's the teacher. It's not carrying Glenn teaching this. This is the Holy Spirit coming through to you. And so this is John, uh, this is Jesus speaking here. And he's talking to Nathaniel and, and, and he basically just read his email and now he's speaking to him. I prophesy to you eternal truth. That's a pretty big word. If you say, I'm bringing to eternal truth. And here he says, look at what he says, from now on, 2000 years ago, Jesus is speaking this from now on, you will see an, a what? An open heaven and gaze upon the son of man like a stairway reaching into the sky with the messengers. That's the angels of God climbing up and down upon him. And you're going to see as Jesus is, is, as we see Jesus for who he really is, who we are will also be revealed. So we have to understand who Jesus is. And we're going to get to that scripture in a while, but, but boy, we have to understand because this, you know, okay. We said, okay. Yeah. The heaven. No, the, this scripture is real. And we have to understand, we've talked about this before. The unseen of heaven is real and is greater and made the, the, the natural part. So as we do in each of our lessons, uh, we, we teach about the three greatest historical events ever, 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 ever. And, and essentially, I asked this question to somebody the other day, and they got it right. You know, because so many times in asking pastors, I said, well, the three greatest historical events ever, uh, they go birth, death, resurrection. And, and I said, well, th that's true, but that's really number three, uh, because we have something that was really great that happened before all of that. And, and, and again, creation is a is a fantastic thing because it was spoken it was the word the word spoken into existence created everything so out of uh the spiritual world of the spoken word word came the natural world and in that man was made in god's image and likeness and the seed was produced and continued to produce in like manner like kind passed on down yeah what happened? That's a pretty big event was creation. And, 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 and God said that he planted two trees, the tree of life. And we've had a lot of teaching on this, the tree of life, and really the tree of death. And if we think about it, we only have one decision on a daily basis, and we have one decision on a lifetime basis. And the decision is, are we going to choose life? Are we going to choose death? And the green line here is the eternal line that God originally designed before the foundation of the earth for man is to live eternally and to never, ever die. We have teaching on that. That was God's eternal purpose for Adam and Eve and for mankind is to never die, to have complete fellowship and communion with, and with God. And so well, what happened? Well, 
you know, Adam and Eve, they decide to say, well, you know what, you know, I, I'm going to go my own way. I'm going to eat from that tree of death, of, 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 of good and evil. And, and so with that, that's when uh, that rebellion, the fellowship with God was broken and death, sickness and disease came in, selfishness and all the symptoms that we're seeing right now in the world of guilt and shame and pain and condemnation, uh, bitterness and the orphan spirit and rejection, injustice and fear. And so that sickness and disease and death, it all entered in at that period. We didn't have that before. God did not design our bodies for death, sickness and disease. That's not the cellular construction of this body. And, but thanks be to God. And we and just to understand how much God loves us, that he would send himself in the flesh through his son, Jesus Christ, and implant in Mary. And Mary says, be it unto me according to your word and receive that Holy Spirit, the flesh of man born into Mary to come here to, to die, to recreate us back uh, with the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So, so we have been born from above and he came and he had to leave, which we'll see, so we can have the Holy Spirit living back in us. So we have been recreated. We've been redeemed from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God. And by the way, that's not later. That was 2,000 years ago. And for many of us, we're just now getting it because this was prophesied even before Jesus redeemed mankind. And so that, and, and again, we can't get this through the brain. It's through the Holy Spirit that's drawing us to this revelation knowledge. And so this is, and this, this is why it's exciting when we understand, Carrie, as we're talking about, our identity of who we are. And that's what was stolen. And that's what this, this is what our book is about, is the fraud of taking our identity all the way through. We're dealing with, with our identity of who we are. So let, let, me, let, me, let me get that baby jump in here, because this, this is a scripture that is just really powerful. Uh, and, and again, uh, I was reading a book and, and, you know, many times we, we, we memorize scripture and he said, well, you know, what you need to do is really take the context of the scriptures. And he said, maybe, maybe memorize, uh, you know, the whole half of the chapter. And, and uh, I said, okay, that's kind of neat. So what I did is that this, this verse has really become a part of my life right now. And I just want to share this with you. And we'll probably be teaching on this for a long time because uh, as we get every word in here, there's meaning to it. Now let's look at this. This is Colossians 3 verses 1 to 4. And we're in the Passions translation. And again, it's important that you look at different translations, but this one here really spoke to me. And, and, and it really, this is important because now look at this, Christ's resurrection is what? Your resurrection too. So this is Paul speaking to you and I from 2,000 years ago. He's speaking to us as Christ's resurrection is my resurrection, your resurrection too. This is why you're to yearn for what? All that is above, that is all above the heavenly. For, for, now here it is, this is the thing. For that's where Christ sits enthroned enthroned at the place of what? All power, honor, 
and authority. He's king. He's the creator. He's the source of creation. He's the source of the redemption that happened because he resurrected. He's the source of everything. Again, you know, I know I'm speaking this, but you've got to meditate on this and just, just digest this and eat this word. Now, verse two here. And now he says, yeah, here it is. I'm saying, yes, feast on, feast on, eat on feast on all the treasures. Now, when I looked at this, treasures was meaning, oh, treasures, money. Uh, no, no, the treasures are the treasures of the heavenly realm. So feast on all the treasures, eat on and understand and have the wisdom of what the treasures are in the heavenly realm. And now fill your thoughts with heavenly, look at the word, realities, not lies. Fill yourself with the truth of the heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural world. And boy, if we had some years of the distractions of sickness and death and disease and the distractions and bitterness and, and even politics here and there, and it's a distraction because we are citizens in the kingdom of heaven and it's open now. So now look at this. So now we've started here with Christ's resurrection is your resurrection. Now we talk about, that was the resurrection. Now we're gonna talk about the crucifixion. So. Paul's saying, Terry, Glenn, your crucifixion with Christ severed, severed the tie to this life. It's been severed. It's been severed. We've died with Christ. We rose with Christ. So we severed the tie to this life. And now, look, now your true life, your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. So our true life is hidden away, is, is buried into, but we were baptized into uh, his, we died, we rose again, we have the resurrected life. We've been crucified with Christ, and now we no longer live, but Christ lives inside of us. So our true life is hidden away in God and Christ. Now, this next verse is so key, and, and, and I think that just, you know, it's something you just got to meditate on. And, and as Christ himself is seen, now look at that, as Christ himself is seen. So we have to have now the spiritualized, not the physicalized. So how is Christ being seen? As Christ himself is seen for who he really is. So, so there's a lot of words there. How are we seeing Christ? Are we believing a lie about Christ? The Redeemer, the Savior, the Lord, the King, the Word of God that became flesh. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is. Now look at this. Who carry you and Glenn, who you really are, will also be revealed. So there's a condition there that we see, we see with the revelation knowledge through, through the spirit who Jesus really is. Then we will start to understand our identity in our covenant relationship, our communion with Jesus Christ and understand who the Father is. So, so as Christ himself is seen for he really is, who we are, who you really are, will also be revealed. Now, here it comes. So he tells us who we are. For you are now, not in the future, you are now one with him in what? His glory. The glory, the glory of God is revealed to us now. Not when we get to heaven. We've been waiting to get to heaven. Heaven is being revealed to us now, and the realities are here. Now, here's a scripture that we've 
we've heard, and, and I hope we're going to see it in a different way now. And, and this is Luke eleven ten, And Jesus is speaking here. Uh, so it is with your prayers. Ask and you'll receive. Seek and you'll discover. Knock. Now look at this. Knock on what doors? Heaven's door. And, and, and it will one day open for you. So a part of this is the desire of our hearts. Are we asking? Are we seeking? Are we knocking to see heavens? Are we waiting for labor? We have to die to, to get to heaven. Heaven's doors, when we ask and seek and knock, the Holy Spirit's going to reveal to us and open up the doors of heaven now for you. Every persistent person will receive what he asks for. Every persistent seeker will discover what he needs. And everyone who knocks persistently will one day find that open door. And so the same, this is just another picture for the same thing, but I just love this picture here, which is just the embrace, the embrace of our father, uh, of entering into heaven's door as we open that door. See, we used to read that scripture as a salvation. And when we see this scripture that we can open up that door and enter into the, the gates of heaven and fellowship with God now with our father through the Lord Jesus Christ. So it is with your prayers, ask and you'll, you'll receive, seek and you'll discover, knock on heaven's door and it'll be open one day open for you. Every persistent person will see what he asks for. Every persistent seeker will discover what he needs. And everyone who knocks persistently, so it's a knocking persistently, one day find an open door. And is that one day? It's every day. And it's contingent. Because we've experienced the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, and the presence and the fellowship and the communion of, of the Lord in our lives. We don't want to go back. When we hear that voice, we enter into, into heaven now uh, and experience the eternal life that we have now. And so here's another scripture, because I just want to go through the scriptures here that are really talking about heaven, the heavenly realm. And this is in Revelation 4, verses 1 to 2. And, and this, see, this is, this is us right now. John is describing entering into the revelation of God. And as we see Christ for who he is, John was seeing Christ for who he really is. We will see ourselves and who we are will also be revealed. And so what happens, so then suddenly, and this is John speaking. So the, the book of Revelations is about the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. And that's from Genesis to Revelation. And that's the revelation he's trying to show us. And that's what the prophets were teaching us too, is about Jesus. Then suddenly, after I wrote down the, these messages, I saw a portal. I saw a portal coming at, uh, open into the heavenly realm. That's now. He was seeing that. And the same trumpets, what trumpet voice I heard speaking with me at the beginning, ascend into this realm. I, I want to reveal to you what must happen after this. Instantly, instantly, I was taken into the spirit realm. And behold, I saw a heavenly throne being set in place and someone seated upon it. 
This is the same thing we have right now. This wasn't just for John. This is for the brothers and sisters, the manifestation of sons and daughters of God. This is why Jesus came, so the heavens would be open. Now, and so let's look at one of those scriptures here. Uh, we're we're uh, we're uh, in, in 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 John one fifty one. We're uh, and again we we read this before. Is that I prophesied you this eternal truth from now on you will see and as Jesus speaking to Nathaniel is in, in Nathan and in, in see open an open heaven and gaze upon the Son of Man like a stairway reaching into the sky with with the angels the messengers of God climbing up and down upon it and again the angels are there for us uh, as the sons and daughters of salvation it's there to be used and 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 we we are His loved sons and daughters. Now here's here's the, the heavens opening up for Jesus. And this this is the beginning of the new heaven. And this is Jesus. Uh, when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. He died. He rose again. So that's that's the, that's a symbol of him, him dying and, 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 and coming out of the water. And behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting and alighting on him. So that's the new heaven is opened up at the resurrection, at the death and the resurrection and his baptism. Heaven is open to us now. We can enter into God, God's presence now in prayer. We can go to his throne room and pray. And he, and he just wants to hug us and just, just, just do that in the mornings and during the day, just like we hug our spouses and our children, is just hug, hug, give a hug, receive the hug from, from, from God, because he's just loving us and he's, he's hugging on us. And, and then here's another scripture in Genesis where we have Jacob, and, and he dreamed that there was a ladder set up on earth, and at the top of it reached to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending. And again, so he's seeing these things. And, and, and again, this is the same vision in the spirit that, that we have. And then in Acts 10, uh, verses 10, 11, this is Peter. And Peter was hungry and wanted to eat. But while lunch was being prepared, he fell into a trance and entered into another realm, into the spiritual realm. And as the heavenly realm opened up, he saw something resembling a large linen tablecloth that descended from above and being let down to the earth by its four corners. Now, for a lot of us, this just seems so strange, but the heaven world is the normal world. That's the normal. The supernatural is the normal, and, and that's where God wants to, that's where he lives, and he lives, and again, he's tabernacled inside of us. We, we, he is living inside of us. We have his DNA. We've done some teaching on the divine nature of God, and so Here's, here's the, uh, uh, an important scripture too, is, is John 14, uh, 2, is, is uh, and it says, don't worry or surrender to your fear, and this is Jesus speaking again, uh, for you've believed in God, now Jesus is, now trust and believe in me also, and my, and my father, my father's house has many dwelling places, and if it were otherwise, I would tell you plainly because I go to prepare a place for you. And when everything is ready, when everything's ready, I'll come back and take you to myself so that you will be where I am. 
and you already know the way to the place where I'm going. So that's verses uh, 14, one through four. But here's the footnotes in the Passion Translation. And it's important that we, we get this because as we see this, so he went away, but he came back because he, he came back for 40 days after his, uh, after his death. And he came back and now he had to leave so that the Holy Spirit could come here. So here's the footnotes. There are many resting places on the way to the father's house. Or in, in this, are, are there many homes in my father's household? The father's house is also mentioned by Jesus in John 2, 16, uh, where it is his temple on earth, his dwelling place. This is not just heaven, but the dwelling place of God among men. There is ample room for people from every nation and ethnicity, room to spare for the church. Church, the body of Christ is now the house of God. And, and there's scriptures here, but every believer is, look at this, is now one of the many dwelling places that make up God's house, the temple. And this, this last statement, this last footnote is really good. Jesus' going was to go through death, and resurrection in order to make us ready to be his dwelling place. He had to go not to heaven, but to the cross and pass through resurrection to bring, uh, to have the Holy Spirit come inside of us. So let's just kind of finish up here with a verse that's been so meaningful and, and it just kind of ties all of this together. And if we personalize Colossians 3 verses 1 through 4, and I've put this in blue here so we can kind of kind of see this. And this may be something, Carrie, that we want to uh, offer to the people watching today and listening, is that, and this is the one with Christ in glory, Colossians 1, 3 verses 1 through 4 in the Passion. Christ's resurrection with personal is my and again, see, you take this and speak it over yourself. Christ's resurrection is my resurrection too. This is why I yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Yes, yes, I feast. I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill my thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. My crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now, and now, 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 my life, my true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. And as I, and as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, as Christ is seen for who he really is, who I really am will also be revealed. For I am now one with him in his glory. Oh, that is just so powerful. And Carrie, again, what do we do? This is scripture. This is an opinion. This is all scripture here. Wow. You know, as, as we're going through that, I mean, that's so powerful to get that revelation. Now I am one in with Christ in glory. And that goes back to your whole point, Glenn. If we're 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 always uh, traditionally have been taught, it's like we're alive, we die, but we have eternal life because we go to heaven and get to be with Jesus. And that is probably from even Sunday school kind of days how we were raised up. And yet, while all of that's true, it misses the whole point 
of what we are uh, entitled to literally here on, on earth as we are one with Christ in glory. And that's why I like that statement so much, Glenn, that you often repeat, heaven is open now. And I'm, all you have to do is point to the scripture. I, you know, I came that you have life, have it more abundantly. And this scripture here, Colossians 3, 1 through 4, Christ's resurrection is my resurrection too. There's no, no more powerful way to state it than that, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Are we going to believe that or not? And so that's a, and if we believe that, see, and the thing is, as you're saying that too, Carrie, is that uh, we, oh, when I, when I get in heaven, I'll get his glory. His glory is now, you yeah. know, and so, so I'm one with him in his glory now. It's now. And so, so that's so important that we get this because that all of a sudden starts changing everything as the truth, as we get rid of the frauds. And, and believe what the word of God's really speaking to us. And it just totally transforms everything uh, in, in our life. And, and Carrie, as we've kind of uh, closed our, our programs, uh, we've always uh, uh, closed with just, just speaking out our believer's declaration of our legal rights, our legal rights we have. And as, as we read this is, I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen of the kingdom of God and the body of Christ in the kingdom of priests. We're priests and kings. I belong in the family of God. I entered, look at this. I entered God's presence boldly now, not later in glory. Now we enter in boldly because of what Jesus Christ did. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God, the Father, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. These are declarations. I have the word of God. I have the word of God dwelling in me now. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. We just learned about all, all, all authority and power uh, is, is in Christ, and, and he's given that authority to us. And I have the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Oh, it, it, it's just, it just comes back to heaven is open now, Glenn. I mean, it's like if you, and, and there was a kingdom living um, message a podcast that you did uh, where, where the whole focus on it was, do you believe? And that's always the challenge is, is your belief going to stop you from accepting all that God already has for you? Uh, and I love this. Again, you've got this up on the screen. Colossians 3, verse 1, Christ's resurrection is my resurrection. And when that happens, all of those uh, uh, believers' de declaration of rights come to you. And that's why we're going to make both of those available as offers to you this week. Um, we suggest that you grab a hold of these downloads. They're, they're free, a PDF, print it out, maybe stick it on the wall next to where you're doing your work, or maybe in your kitchen, or maybe... Uh, just a place of your, your prayer and your study so that as, as you get the opportunity to uh, basically, I would say, shower yourself with the good news 
of what God is doing in your life by bringing you these, these messages and this biblical truth. And Glenn, that's one of the reasons why, again, I want to I want to remind listeners to take a look. If you go to the REPL Minute, repelminute.com, that's a great place that you can get. Uh, if you missed any of the podcasts, you can find them there. If you want to access the REPL Minute, the daily Monday through Friday uh, motivational, biblical, inspirational piece, it's there. If you want to get your copy of Fraud, uh, what God has to say about tactics of the enemy, you'll find it there. It's just a great resource, but that's also where you can claim your copy of the Believer's uh, Declaration of Legal Rights and also this One with Christ in Glory uh, piece, which I think is going to be a great reminder to you daily that heaven is open now. And Glenn, I, I'm going to ask you to pray for, uh, in a moment, for everybody within the, the sound of this message. We want to thank those who uh, view this on Facebook, those who view this on YouTube, those who uh, tune in and find us on the podcast, whether it be on Apple iTunes or uh, Alexa uh, on Amazon uh, uh, podcasts or Spotify, our heart radio. If you like this, these messages and they're having an impact, please share, like and share these with your, with your friends. And by all means, visit therepleminute.com. Uh, this is all available for you and uh, so that you too can be enjoying the kingdom living. It's just great, Glenn. Amen. And there's no agenda except to spread the word of God here. We're not raising funds for anything. Uh, this, this is about spreading the word of God. And I really want to challenge those again, like I said in the beginning, is you do the same thing. Okay. As the word of God, the revelation comes in, spread the word of God out there. And, and again, the suggestion with this handout here is, is really commit this to memory and right. speak it over yourself uh, on a daily and a regular, you know, put it down a three by five card and just, just let it be a part of your life. Uh, and, and because as the challenges and the circumstances come, fear enters in, the thought of sickness, disease, our death comes in, read this, read this, let the word of God just cover you. Uh, and Father, we're just going to come to you in the name of Jesus right now. We just thank you for the blood. We just plead the blood of Jesus over everybody that is hearing and listening and watching today, Father, that uh, all sickness and disease, your divine help is bringing healing into everybody's life. Those cells are being regenerated, being made back into the, the, the original DNA, the way you, Lord, has designed everybody listening. You have brought eternal life through the Holy Spirit living inside us, and we have a new heart, a totally new heart pumping with the DNA of your blood flowing through us. Father, we, we just thank you. We just thank you for what you're doing. You're revealing your truth through your word, through your son, Jesus Christ, revealed through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And Father, we just, we just thank you. We thank you. Your, your word is truth and it's life and it's life abundantly. We have victory now because we are living as the resurrected Christ. Father, we thank you. We praise you. And just bless everybody that's been listening and watching today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And so thank you, uh, Glenn, for sharing and teaching on our position relationally. It's great to know heaven is open now. If you want to know why we're always so happy, it's because every time you say that, your baby starts jumping, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's just great. And so a viewer, thanks again for tuning into the Kingdom Living Podcast. 
We're so appreciative of you and uh, just praying blessings over you. And we will see you next time on the Kingdom Living Podcast.